0: Welcome to Built to Scale e Commerce Show with Darius and Justin. Your backstage pass to the eight and nine figure e Commerce world. Hey guys, so how are you doing today? Because today we're talking about a very interesting topic about what allowed us to get a hundred thousand dollars daily ad spend for one of our clients on Facebook ads. And you know, when I'm thinking about it in general, you know, comparing us, you know, like three years ago, even like spending two to three K a day, which compounds to what sixty to ninety K a month, seemed like a huge amount of money to us. That's basically, you know, for this price, you can get relatively comfortable apartment here in Lithuania. And now, like three years later, we are Basically, spending apartment a day for full month, right? And it's pretty sick, you know, to think about it. And I really have to say thanks to our team for this. And today in this episode, I'm going to share you about what allowed us to get to this level. First, we'll cover some mindset tricks and tips because the mindset is the most important when you start to get to these higher ad spends. Because you need to change how you're thinking about the business in general and how you're approaching situations. And then I'm going to talk about practical things that might make a difference in your campaigns and allow you to grow faster and basically higher. So first of all, let's start with some mindset things, right? You have to understand that businesses and high ad spends and higher levels of revenue do operate quite differently from normal businesses. Because these businesses are based on direct-to-customer advertising and direct response marketing, let's say Facebook ads, AdWords, YouTube ads, et cetera. We have to separate the raw which we're getting on the marketing channels versus what we are seeing on the store and basically long-term vision of a brand. Because the reality is you have to have huge profit margins somewhere above 60%, maybe even 90% ideally, right? To be able to use direct-to-consumer advertising at this scale to push up your brand, but even then, you know the net profit is not that huge. So, for example, for this brand in the year, you know when we were growing from brand because we we're doing quite a bit of investments, etc., the net profit was only actually four to five percent. But at the end, when we started to optimize stuff, etc. We actually got it up to 12%, and right now it's growing. And I believe you know, over the time, we will be able to boost the type even higher, maybe to 15%, which is more than a healthy margin for this type of size business. So getting to the topic, of separating gross on the store level versus separating what you are seeing on the ad managers. right? So you have to understand that the profit you're making is completely separate from what you know you're doing with your acquisition channel because this is acquisition, right? This is the channels where you're acquiring initial customer and you're acquiring attention, not most likely making profit. So it's very good if you can even run it and break even at the scale. And it's normal, you know, at the scale to see raw somewhere between 1.5 to 2. If you're doing everything, okay, it might even be way lower than that. So this means once again, we're getting back to the profit margins. So important, but at the same time, you have to know how to track, extract the maximum value out of each customer and view you are getting from this marketing. This means you have to have email marketing, SMS marketing, because when the customer buys from you, you actually want them to sell at least two to three times because acquiring a new customer is anywhere, you know, from 10 to 15 times more expensive than making a sale to the same customer. This is the little TV game, lifetime value of a customer. But at the same time, you need to have new customer flows, welcome flows, because for a lot of stores, like welcome flow can amount to somewhere like additional six to 7% in revenue. That's basically a pure profit because people are not buying immediately. you are literally splitting their attention buying behavior across like two or three weeks, right? So you acquired the attention now, but the actual sale is happening only a few weeks later. And this is kind of a concept you have to take in mind, because you can replicate the same concept through emails, SMSs, our remarketing channels. In fact, this is what we are doing with this client. We built up adverse remarketing funnel where we have built up, actually not built up, like we are running email marketing in-house themselves, but we are ready to take it over. We help them with testing other channels and just basically finding other profitable venues. To extract the maximum value out of each viewer you're getting. And this is how you're kind of getting to this higher net profit. And when you're just starting to grow, right, you will not get and you will not have like anything polished. And it's okay to rent it break even or make a very small margin similar to this client, 45% at the start. Then you're scaling rapidly is okay. Because when you reach a certain scale, you take it like half a year, you'll be able to optimize things, build up the name, et cetera, and just make money for lifetime value. And it works time and time over again. Whatever you're a smaller business or bigger business, we have seen the same tendencies work here. Another thing I would have to say is just have balls. And this is kind of very important thing to learn. And this is kind of like one of the most frequent patterns that I'm seeing whenever I'm coaching some business owners, and occasionally do some consulting for smaller to medium-sized e-commerce businesses. Where you know I'm having like one or two calls a week with different owners, and just trying to solve their problems. From my understanding of things, actually the most frequent problem that I'm seeing is happening is actually people are panicking too early because going from 1K to 2 or 3K daily ad spend, for of people, it's kind of a huge mental barrier because, hey, what if I'm not getting returns? What if I'm losing money, right? What the reality is, just in the last month, I helped two businesses to grow this way, almost like double their daily revenues, just by saying, bump the budgets up and let it run for two to three days because I'm constantly seeing the same trend. you know People bump up the budget, they literally wait six, eight, 12 hours, we see a low raws and we just panic and we just shut it off, right? It never really works out and we are never able to scale up. And then I said, don't panic, bump it up, wait two or three days, see the results. Because what happens whenever you bump up a budget, Facebook has to take some time to reoptimize because suddenly, you know, you increase the budget and it's not able to target the hottest people out here that are ready to buy right now it needs to look and expand its targeting into other segments of people that might be interested, but might not be ready to buy right now. So whenever you scale up, you need to let it run for like two, three days. Because even what we are seeing often with Facebook ads, like day one ROS is not that good. But when you take a look at the same day after, let's say, three days, suddenly your ROS increase up to 30%. And this happens because there's delayed distributions that people are not buying immediately, we are buying a little bit later, or sometimes we're tracking issues and we'll be talking about a little bit later. So I would say just don't panic, have some balls, make slow decisions, calculated decisions. And in general, another thing you know, for, I guess, more advanced Facebook marketers is do not limit yourself with Facebook rules. Because I know a lot of people are putting fail-safe rules, et cetera, you know, hey, what if results are bad, but will automatically kill the campaigns and pause them? Actually, doesn't work because sometimes the performance is bad for a few hours, then it does pick up. And once again, what I mentioned, you know, delayed distribution kicks in. So what we do is we actually took this kind of very calm approach. We were taking a look at the accounts every two, three days, seeing what's happening, making decisions on a slower pace. But it's actually working out way better than then for us. Another thing in general to scale up, you need to have multiple offers. And this is where we're getting a bit more into technical details, not just the mindset. But basically having multiple offers, what will allow you to do, right? It will allow you to target different segments of the whole audience. Because let's say, imagine you're having, well, let's take a small number, 10 people, right? You know, as your target segment. Three of these people will react with one message, one product. Another three people might react to another product, another message. And another four might react to some sort of other message or other product. So basically, when you want to scale up, the easiest way is actually introducing more offers, more products, and differentiating segments of the same product. So sometimes you could even take the same product and create alliteration of it, right? Creating a dedicated landing page with different sales angle targeted to specific segment. For example, if you are selling an eyeliner or some sort of cosmetic product, what you could be doing is literally creating three landing pages. One is targeted for women anywhere between 18 to 30, because this is kind of one segment with one problems. Then, you know, creating another segment for women between 30 to 50. This is kind of another problems and a woman wants to look in certain way. And then you create a dedicated landing page for women 50 plus. Because once again, the best segment is so different. We're having different pain points here. And this is how you can even take the same product and multiply it in different ways. And this is kind of another thing that I will mention you is, this will be like super important. And I think if you can take one thing out of this podcast, take this one out. Because this is what allowed us to scale this, the same client from 30k to right now spending 100k a day. And of course, I have to say Christmas are affecting things a little bit and the returns are higher due to that. But even before the quarter four craze kicks in, we were able to scale this client from 30k daily ad spend to 60k daily ad spend just by implementing advanced tracking softwares. Uh, tracking softwares, for example, Rockerbox or Hyros, basically what we do, we track Facebook data way better than what the Facebook analytics does. Because what we found out, you know, like Facebook analytics are honestly bullshitting you about different things, and we are way off the mark. And said, advanced analytical software, is what we do. We combine multi-channel journey and omni-channel pathway that the customer is actually taking. For example, you know, a person came through Facebook ads, he saw or opened like email or Google AdWords, etc. Took like four or five steps here to actually making a buying decision. But these softwares are able to attribute these things to specific campaigns and assets, right? So for example, Facebook might be attributing it to the last click or remarketing campaign. Facebook will be able to attribute it to, basically not a Facebook advanced analytical software, will be able to attribute it to the initial campaign or ad that drove the people in and the raws and the highest raws that these campaigns are getting, right? So basically it's quite often that we are seeing like raws free on Facebook ads, right? for one campaign, and another campaign is showing like ROS 1.7. When you go into advanced analytical software, we're seeing completely inverse thing, And we're not reporting a full picture because there are like different things, but we're showing the right data here. So for example, for the one that I mentioned that has lower ROS, we might see actually higher ROS on advanced analytical software. And this is how we were able to scale this business from 30 to 60K and right now to 100K daily ad spend, just completely disregarding what Facebook is saying and making ad optimization decisions based on advanced analytical softwares. So that's the biggest takeaway from this podcast. And if you can take it and implement it in your business, you will definitely see some growth here. But I kind of have to, I guess, tell you about it that these softwares are relatively expensive. So for example, Rockerbox, we cost up to 30K a year. And then it can be relatively expensive for smaller sized business. But as you're growing, it's definitely worthwhile investment to make. Another thing, you know, in general. Don't overthink structures on Facebook ads. I know so many marketers and business owners focusing on the newest tactics, strategies, and trying to hype us, you know, hey, this is 666 method, you know, that will get you to 100k in 30 days. They don't work. In reality, this is what we learned the hard way. We do not work. It's more about the mindset and simple structures, the right offers, the right creatives, and broad targeting. Another most important thing (laughs) besides like analytical software is basically what allows you to even use these analytical software is just broad targeting. Because with broad targeting, what you're able to do, actually, is leverage Facebook artificial intelligence in the best way for it to figure out the people that are most likely to buy right now. Instead of you trying to be nitpicky with small targeting, small audiences, just go broad, right? This means campaigns and assets with 250 million targeting, etc. And it's working across the board for smaller clients, for bigger clients. Of course, you need to strike a good balance because smaller clients still need a little bit more targeting. Because we are not spending that much. And when we are not spending that much, basically Facebook doesn't have that much data about who's actually buying the products. It makes it a little bit harder to optimize. So it's more about keeping the balance. But still, if you're scaling up, go broader and broader. Do not try to scale up via small audiences, etc. Now, this is kind of, it will be more about misconceptions, right? (laughs) But I know a lot of people are confused that we need to have a lot of unique creatives to make Facebook ads work for them. In fact, for this client, I think we are doing like what, around four new unique video shoots a month. And we recently kind of started to organize these shoots for our clients and then we our partner network. Right now we're building up in-house department that will help our clients to provide and create a good footage to use in ads. So basically, you know, four footage, but it's more important how you use it and how you multiply it. Because so many people are focused of, hey, this is the unique video and that's it, right? What we started to do is actually create multiple variations of the same video. So taking the same working video, changing the three seconds of the video, creating suddenly 15 different versions of the same video, with different starts. So one person reacted to one start, another person might react to another start. And then, you know, the video just continues the way it is. Or, for example, creating even multiple thumbnails for the same videos. And over this kind of time, what we noticed is that out of one working video, we can easily create like 50, 60, sometimes even 80 variations of the same video, just extracting so much more value out of the working creatives compared to what you could do in another way. So that's kind of misconception that you definitely need to get cleared, and just kind of like focused on what's working and creating multiple iterations of it. Now another thing, this is kind of more towards created and we started to do for our clients once we started to create this kind of creative department in the house. So this is actually creating dedicated videos and ads and footage or photos for certain holiday events. So for example, for Christmas, Valentine's Day, you know, Thanksgiving, etc. You can create literally like a video ad where like a your product is being gifted to somebody else in Christmas atmosphere, somebody is unpackaging and mentioning specific events. So hey, perfect gift for Christmas, perfect gift for Valentine's Day, etc. And in our experience, this actually helps to boost up the ROS anywhere from 15 to 20, sometimes even going as high as 30% for that specific period. This means we'll be able to double your ads relatively easy with dedicated creative sphere. And creatives is a huge leverage point, and this is why you are even starting to do it in-house right now. So yeah, I've I think I kind of covered everything today and I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And if you like it, definitely go into the iTunes podcast and please leave a review about this podcast. Cheers, guys. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.